you're listening to another episode of Loud About Nothing. It's me, your boy, the fucking hottest dude in the podcast game, Sebastian Canelli. And as always, per usual, we got the cute boy here himself, Robbie Boy. Robbie, say hello to the beautiful people. What's going on? What's going on? I was walking. Okay. This morning? Yesterday. Okay. You want to get specific of it? Yesterday. Not this morning. Okay. Today, barely any walking. Okay. Barely, uh, let's let's check the old pedometer. Let's let's check. 3,167 we're at. Okay. We're fine. We're doing fine for the day. Nice. Right? But yesterday, all right? I was walking, and I passed this gentleman that was explaining directions to this group. Okay. It's such a good skill to be able to explain stuff. But no one is more annoying than someone that loves explaining things to other people. You could feel the enjoyment he was getting, the relishing. Okay. In telling them how to do something. Interesting. What's interesting about that then? I mean, that is a, like a teacher type person. Like oh. somebody, there's people who like explaining things to people. No. Oh. I'd rather not know than sometimes hear the someone that loves explaining Why? To me something. Why? Why you're someone who does this frequently? You think I? I you, no. You and uh, this is this is what I want to get to. This is what I want to get to. Because I'm not saying you relish in it, but you ha- you explain things to people. I explain things to people. I just wish society was better listeners. Better, yeah. Because then these better people, learners. Yeah, these people wouldn't exist then. Yeah. If people just paid attention. The, I grew up with two teachers. Two teachers. And my mother has two modes. Okay. Mother. Okay. And the teacher. And sometimes my mom switches into teacher mode where she relishes in explaining something. So maybe that's what activates me into getting furious. Furious. It's more that they like it. They like that they have information that you don't yet have. So they – and they like that and they, they can they can roll it out in whichever way they want. And dictate it. And oh my god. This gentleman did something because I stopped. I, I, I go, Jesus Christ, this guy's fucking annoying me. I'm standing at the light. Listen to him. And what he did when he was explaining information might have been the most infuriating thing I've ever heard. What did he do? Okay. Now explain that back to me. It's not that infuriating. What? Dude, are you kidding me? It's not that infuriating. Explain that back to me. That he's helping to make sure that this person It was Taurus that get, asked for directions. Yeah. But he's going to make sure that they're going to get to their their destination. He cares about them reaching their goal. I'd rather be lost. Take me to take me to Hostel the movie. I'd rather stumble upon Hostel the movie than deal with this asshole that relishes in giving directions. I think that you're he's not that much of an asshole. He wants them to actually get to the spot. He doesn't How many times have I gotten directions from someone and they're long and I don't retain it? A lot. More than fifty percent. So I don't think he's wrong. How often are you getting directions? You don't got Google Maps on your phone? I guess now you have Google Maps. Yeah, there's no point to ever ask for directions. Yeah, I guess you don't need directions. That's small talk. That's but like before, saying the weather. Yeah, I guess you're right. That's like saying the fucking weather. But before Google Maps was massively popular, which was a small window for being real, before, like while I could drive and Google Maps wasn't yeah. just like very readily available. Google Maps, what Probably two years, if that. Two years you asked for directions. Yeah. Uh, I think it's good though. But it's people walking sometimes. I mean that was nice of him to do that, in my opinion. As you didn't teacher, hear his tone. 
You did not hear what it was happening. Was it a happiness? I'm, in, I'm assuming happiness. It was almost like he went. <laughs> you also project. You project a dramatic, sometimes a more dramatic world than exists. Are you negating my experience? No, I'm not negating your experience. I'm just saying it's experience? possible that it's heightened. No, there's no. It's possible. I de-heighten stories. He, I tell stories yeah, less. Yeah, he did a little shimmy and a heel click as he was finished teaching them. Well, that you say that actually he did. <laughs> yeah, I'm he sure went like of this. It. He went, and then when he walked away, he goes, "You see, honey, I am helpful." Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. This person. I felt tra- I I and it made me think. How did I ever sit in classes? Good- I'm sure if you look back, it's cringy. Yes, it's a, and I like teach. a fifth grade teacher. And I is yes. probably, but like it, ha- you have to be cringy a little bit. You do. That's like the whole the reward. The reward of what you do is laughter. The reward of what teachers do is somebody who can't figure something out is able to figure something out. Like cracking a code almost. Like sometimes some people are hard to make laugh. Some people it's harder to learn and people yeah. learn in all different ways. I guess as a, someone that has does teach, I'm just like thinking, I'm like, I want to make sure I don't come across with that energy. Yeah. I just want to make I don't make think sure. it's that bad of energy. I, I, I do. <laughs> maybe you should care just as much about maybe if you had that energy, your students would be thriving. <laughs> How dare you talk ill of my students? <laughs> My I don't know. You're, you're right. You're right. You're right. How dare you talk ill of my students? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Take that back. I'm sorry. I'm Take sorry. it back right now. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You were my student. I was your student. Are you not thriving? No, you're a good teacher. When I go into a classroom. You do t- give that a little bit <laughs> of that know. cadence. Maybe that's why I hated it so much. Because I saw myself in him. Yeah. I mean, it's hard. Teaching improv is hard. Yeah. It's different than teaching direction. There's just been many times in my life where I didn't learn something because someone was so annoying because they were excited. And it just shut you off to it. It just shut me off. It's like when people talk about like getting the ick or like they feel like they... You've gotten the ick from teachers. I get the ick from teachers... That are too into it. That are too into teaching. Interesting. I almost want you to be like, hey, if you want to know, yeah, figure it. Yeah, here you go. I've had teachers like that. I like that approach. You do. Yeah, I've, I've lost... So much knowledge in my life because teachers are so cringy. Interesting. So what's the need for teachers then at all? You could just read the book. I mean, this is a just big, watch YouTube. This is a big debate right now. If people I know. should even go to college. Yeah, I you know see that, that I downloaded MIT courses over pandemic and like went over a couple. Yeah, of you've said that before. Yeah, I mean, but there's no teacher. Really? No, there's. I did watch some lecture series online. Okay. Yeah, because when I was a kid, I thought I was going to go to MIT. And what happened? Life. I thought I was going to go to... Life my dad was like saying I was going to go to Harvard. But that was your dad. Oh, I guess I was in on it a little my bit. My mom wasn't like pushing MIT. I was like MIT. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, because it was the best school for engineers. Yeah. And I want to be an aeronautical engineer. You want to send shit to space. I want to send shit to... Sp- I literally wanted to... Put, I. I mean, this also speaks. I just want to disappear. I was just like, let's make everything just get out. Let everything get off the fucking planet. To be a child, to go to space. To be a child and want to be like, let's get out of this fucking world, is sad. It's sad. It is. I never thought about that. The yearning to be an astronaut is sad. I I think it's less. I mean, I don't know if that is the route. I think people can arrive. 
at that final that destination without thinking necessarily they want to leave the earth there's Not a lot of me. cool space shit when you're a kid I guess Buzz Lightyear, Star Wars. I, like was, I never so did. You weren't into that at all. I wasn't all. into Buzz Lightyear or Star Wars at all. Okay. So was it wasn't like up. you liked space because of... I would stare at pictures of Jupiter, bro. I would stare... From I, a young age. From a young age, I would read about miles and speed of, speed of light. And I would think in my head, I would go, there's no way that I would ever live long enough to travel to Uranus. <laughs> okay, yeah, you have. Excuse you? Excuse you? What does that mean? Nothing. Uranus? No, Uranus. You wanted to travel excuse there. You. you traveled. Excuse you? What does that, that mean? That was the good planet you wanted to go to. <laughs> that was the planet that you were like, this is my, this is my, uh, I don't know. I knew that I would not live White a long Buffalo. enough life to travel to Uranus as a child. Okay. And what did you say after that? <laughs> no, I didn't say anything. What did you say, Robbie? <laughs> Hey, Mr. Giggles, what's going on over there? I what's... said you have. It was a bad joke. I have. What do you joke. mean I have? <laughs> a bad joke. What it does that mean, Rob? It's an elementary joke. No, pl please, Robbie. <laughs> let's go over this joke. What was the joke that you just dropped on me? I have traveled to Uranus. <laughs> what does that mean? It doesn't mean anything. It's a stupid joke. No, it means You've something. explored Uranus in different ways. Yeah, as a child, I had books that told me yeah, all about it. Yeah, you've explored it. What are you talking about? You've been able to explore Uranus. <laughs> In ways that you might not have thought you you would as a child. Are you doing butt jokes? <laughs> is this Monday? Is, is this, this what you want? So you want to go Monday to space? Is this Monday afternoon and you're doing butt jokes? You think it was a sad What's reflection. wrong with exploring Uranus? Maybe <laughs> you had a fun time at a museum or something. You were like, that was a really good day. Playing with my ass? No, no. As a child, the guy I you never played space. with my ass in museums. No, recently you've been able to explore Uranus, I would say. Have you explored Uranus? Not really. Does that intrigue you? Not really. Here's my question. Not you. as much. Here's my question to you, Robbie. What? How disappointed would you be if you were on your deathbed? And you're like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to try to stick something up my ass. And it was the best feeling. it was feeling? the best feeling you ever felt. How disappointed. One, how fun would that be if you're going to die and, and everyone's gathered around you? Grandpa, yeah, what did I'm you do getting... in life? Grandpa. And you go, I never stuck something deep in my ass. <laughs> <laughs> and then you stuck something in your ass and it was the best feeling. I don't know. Would you be disappointed? Probably. So, what's stopping I'm you? I'm not now? opposed. There's a lot of things I haven't done sexually that I'm just like, I don't know. I, I would maybe explore with the right person if they were into it. But I'm also, I get off easily like there's drugs i'm sure that would be incredible experiences there's things that i'm sure why are you waiting waiting for the right person when the right person's inside of you all <laughs> it's me i don't know it's not something that i've been like why are you waiting that you said you didn't even it didn't I it wasn't you, the best feeling don't worry about what i said <laughs> i sent you <laughs> i i have this thing right i sent you the other night i sent you a picture of the food i was eating right Yes. And it was like a nice plate, like a, a situation. Correct. It, it was like a little cheese. I had some, what I have, a little meat. grapes. I had brujutes, grapes, a little cheese, right all in a whole situation. Correct. And you say, oh, you love a plate. Yes. I do. Yeah. Because I used to, when I was with exes, I would make plates. 
Okay. And I would make plates to bring to them because it brought them joy and it made me feel good and it gave me joy. Okay. So after after I, I was alone for a while, I stopped making plates. Okay. There was a period in my life where there were no plates to be had. Okay. I was a kitchen sink eater. I, I would eat I would eat on the counter. Okay. I would eat on the couch, just a fucking wrapper with a sandwich. Okay. And then I hit a point where I said, just because she left, the plates didn't need to leave too. Okay. And I started doing stuff like making myself plates. That's good. I started doing stuff like sticking a fucking vibrator up my ass. <laughs> she didn't do that. That'd be easy with that talk. No, she didn't do that. But you wanted to do things for yourself. I want to do things for myself. Why am I going to wait to to spread some brajute and drip some grapes into my mouth until I love somebody? Don't wait. And this is I have so I have a little gripe to to pick. With who? Me? No, not with you. With the world. You and I are on beautiful terms right now. Okay. <laughs> I would say we're you and I are thriving. Okay. You wouldn't? <laughs> yeah, definitely sure, yeah. Thriving. Thriving. The audience needs to know. Are we thriving? We're thriving. I mean You mean what? Yeah, we're thriving. What was the matter? What's not thriving? Is there something you want to say? No, 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 no. Is there some, something about our us? relationship is thriving? Our relationships is tremendous. The exter- <laughs> the world around me. I wouldn't. Uh, I gotta figure. We gotta figure a lot of things out. But us thriving. So no, I don't have a bone to pick with. Okay. <laughs> I have a. Bone I thought you were bringing this back full circle to me with my ass and how I should be doing. That's what I thought you were gonna get. Uh, you do what you want with your ass. Beautiful. Okay. I, everyone's asking. So, anyways, are. you've been doing the plates, and you like the plates. I've been doing plates. I do stuff like. And you have a gripe. Now I have. Well, now I have the TV in my room. I prop myself up. I'll. I'll get a couple of strawberries. I'll be. You're an icon of self care. Sometimes I a try. Symbol to be, of self care. I swing. The pendulum swings far in both directions. Yeah, I guess you're restricting in some way, so the self care is needed. Yeah, the self care is needed. Anyways, continue. I'm getting, I got, okay, I should let the audience know. I stormed the house. You stormed? In order to tell this why I have a gripe, I stormed the house, and I've received my Christmas decorations from my parents' oh, home. Oh, your parents' house. Okay, yeah. You from got, my parents' home. You have a lot of Christmas decorations. I have a lot of Christmas decorations, right? Yes. So I've stormed the house. I received, I secured the package. The you Christmas secured de- many packages. Yes. The Christmas decorations are in my home. Yeah. Went into the attic in okay. my parents' house, took down the boxes. What are you doing? What are you doing? I'm taking what's mine. Okay. I'm starting this. Okay. No son of mine. I'm not coming to your home. I'll come after Thanksgiving. We haven't spoken since me and my family. <laughs> okay. What are you laughing? Sure. Sure. I haven't storm- spoken since. I haven't spoken since. Haven't spoken since. I don't know if I will. How did you get the... <laughs> How did you get the decorations back to Brooklyn? My if mom, you don't mind me asking. My mom let me borrow her car. <laughs> my car's broken right now. And they have an so extra your car. mom's car. I, I'm, in my mom, I'm in my mommy's car. But I stormed their, I stormed the attic. I stormed it. You stormed it. And I said, I'm taking this. And she said, no son of mine's fucking taking it. But the keys are downstairs if you want to yeah, take the okay, car. All right. um, that was nice of her, them. Nice of her. Yeah, to let you have the car. I said, I don't want no car. They gave car. you a car. For, I mean, also, I need to go back to my... It's, uh, I'm, I, there's a birthday party next weekend. So it was either they drove me back here or with all the stuff or 
I could just drive it to the birthday party. No, 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 for sure. Yeah. Um. So me and my family aren't speaking. Okay, for sure. Until the birthday party. (laughs) (laughs) You're not speaking, but they need you at this birthday party. Robbie, we got to keep the drama real. Robbie, keep the drama real. The drama's real. Keep the drama real. The drama's real. My mom doesn't like that. There's drama. There's no. There's tons of heavy drama. There's tons of drama. Heavy and drama. My mom goes, "Why are you saying there's drama?" And I go, "I go, ma. I, I, I go, I go. Isn't it nice that the drama is about a make believe, start a Christmas date?" <laughs> she goes, "I mean, they're oh, not yeah. gonna sell. That part is real. That part is real. They're not gonna celebrate. No, that Christmas until, but." I don't mean to call you out. I don't know what is where this is leading to, but you haven't even started. Excuse you. You have minimally started. Excuse you. Okay. I've done stuff. Okay. What you have you know done? What, done? what have you done? I watched a short on YouTube, okay. a Christmas short. A short, as in a real, like a like no, a, a Christmas, a, a short, short film. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A Mickey Mouse one. Um, one so you night. watched one Mickey Mouse Christmas show, and I've listened to a couple of Christmas songs and some songs, and I got my Christmas decorations. And you got the decorations, and I went to Christmas tree shop. Okay, so you, but you, you you haven't started decorating yet. I'm in the pro- I'm in the process. My decorations are half out in the living room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How yeah. many stuffed animals are on my couch right now? About fifteen to twenty. And what are they? What do you Christmas mean? Christmas stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're I'm great. I'm excited for this. This is the whole point of easing into oh, Christmas. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, not. Yeah, it doesn't yeah, have yeah, to be. In. I'm just saying. You started a war. You would think that maybe you would have done more decorations. <laughs> I, ha- I This is a war over three songs and a short. I've acquired the decor. I know. I know. I'm just saying. Whose team are you on? No, I'm on your team. I do team. have a problem. You know what? Things aren't I'm good on here your anymore. Team. I'm Things on aren't your good team. between us. I'm on your team. I'm just saying. Sometimes when you are with you the person, you would think if the war, if there, if it was, if it was enough to go to war with you, you would, you would be. <laughs> it's just very. You want the opportunity. You really almost went to war for the for the option, for the freedom. It was more about freedom than anything. That's I'm what I'm free. seeing. You're free. You could start whenever I'm you want. Free. I you did could start. take. You did start. You did definitely did start. Look in the kitchen. What's no, on the right. mats? What's the mat in front of the sink? Happy right holidays. Now? Yeah. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> No, no. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm getting in this Christmas spirit. I, I, I feel like a kid. I'm seeing all the decorations. I, these like, de- oh, yeah. I, yeah, there's some decorations out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just haven't had time because I know, I'm doing XYZ. I know, you know? I know, I know. I would have decorated, but you want to meet me at the marathon. We did go to the marathon. Yeah, I was. I, I go, Sunday I'm going to decorate. And you go, ah, meet me at the marathon. Meet me at the marathon. Yeah, we went to the marathon. We went to the marathon. And I'll tell you this. <laughs> tell me. <laughs> I'll tell you this about the only... <laughs> No one wants to meet you at the marathon more than the person that's ran the marathon past years. Oh, oh! It's on our blocks. It's on pan- both of our oh, blocks. Oh God! You should. He goes ah, mile nine. We're at mile nine, uh, and he goes at mile nine. I was feeling about this. He did a whole act out of how he did the last mile. I did do an act out. He was. He was. I. I think that you. Someone that ran the marathon years past is worse than the person that ran the marathon that year. What do you mean? In the I mean, the that person that's running driving. the currently marathon is not annoying because yeah. they're running the marathon. You're backseat driving. A little bit. It's You're- a nice day. I think it's a really nice day. New York comes together. <laughs> it's a very unifying day it's a, it's of a, like if the whole community comes together, it's very supportive. Uh, it's a nice day. I remember at mile 13, it started raining. and I didn't mind, though. It felt good to spice it up. It's a long trip. I mean, it is a long day. <laughs> this is what he's telling me as I'm standing there. <laughs> This is what you're doing to me. 
And I'm just, you know what? I here's the thing. When in real life, I'll go, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll just listen, and I just go, oh, that's going in the pocket. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh. You're egging me on. Oh yeah. You were telling me to do the act out, which in hindsight, pretty funny. If you want to look stupid, why? Yeah, I'm yeah. never gonna stop someone. Yeah, from, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, unless yeah. They, uh, they're actually gonna like look stupid, like unless yeah, it affects yeah. their like their stance in life or anything. Yeah, yeah. Looking stupid's good for the soul. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think I think it's. I don't great mind to, looking stupid. I know you don't. Yeah. I don't mind looking. I I look stupid all the time. Same. I'm just trying to fight not to look stupid. I look guess. Yeah. I'm, I'm bragging about how I want Christmas to happen. I'm wearing an open Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> What the fuck? No gonna make heads or tails from this. So what's your gripe? What's a what is the gripe? So I've acquired the bag. You've acquired the bag. I'm telling someone. I'm saying, oh yeah, I'm decorating for Christmas. I'm excited, right? Yeah. They go, oh. That's kind of sad. Yeah. They just said that's kind of sad. <laughs> they said that's kind of sad. You go, I'm decorating for Christmas. And they go, that's kind of sad. Who was it? Ebenezer Scrooge? <laughs> was it the Grinch? They go, oh. They, go, <laughs> they didn't say that. They, they said something like, oh. I, I go, why? Why? They, they go, it's just kind of weird for like a grown single man to have all this Christmas stuff. Okay. They were saying that it's kind of weird for me that like be having all was this a, a Pratt student on the street that saw you no, moving all the decorations? The they know how much decorations you I have. I sent a couple pics of the uh, of the decorations okay. and they said that's a lot. I said, "Yeah, I go, yeah, I'm decorating now." They said, "Oh, I go, what?" They go, "It's just kind of weird for like a single man to have all these decorations." Okay, 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 okay. Like they were expecting like like I was like, "What should I do?" I mean, you love Christmas. What should I should I not be joyous? Should I not leave? This is a part of your personality, I would say. Yeah, I would say eight percent of Sebastian is Christmas. Do you think I'm more than a hundred percent of a person? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think you throw those. Yeah, what's that Mike Shinoda song? Ten percent will, fifteen percent concentrated power. Uh, yeah, fifty percent pleasure, twenty percent pain, and a hundred percent reason to remember. I don't know. It's, it's, People just assign percentages, I think, to things arbitrarily, and sometimes they might add up to over a hundred. Yeah, that's definitely me. I'm loose with the numbers. Yeah. Um, they were just like, "Yeah, you should." This is kind of like for a single man. If I came over a single guy's house and he had seven or eight stuffed animals on his couch for different Christmas stuff, I would be like, "Wow, this guy's kind of weird." Interesting. But I would it, say it's better than a lot of alternatives because it's only a month and a half. I would say like so Like a too. guy loves the Yankees and he's got Derek Jeter all over. You know what I mean? That's yeah. always up and it's always it's but similar in a way. As a society, we've decided what is acceptable for what's masculine enough for a man. For like to, a decoration yeah, perspective. What's masculine enough for a man to decorate. Yeah. I told you when I moved in, I was Googling decorations for men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Paintings for men. I like I, I because I'm so worried about this. Yeah, yeah. And my fear was was met this weekend over these DMs. Because somebody was saying that you shouldn't be this into Christmas. It's, it's a little cre creepy. It's creepy. It's okay. And I was As you get older, you as love you get Christmas. Old, yes, as you get older. Like you're not allowed to enjoy something because what am I gonna become a, the creepy old man that likes Christmas? Well this is why I think 
Christmas adults and Disney adults that we have a lot in common. I know. And I've been learning <laughs> It's that. a lot. There's a lot of in common. I a mean, lot of times, Christmas adults, Disney adults, Disney's a place, November 1st. <laughs> That's where Christmas I know. starts. I know. And it's really, it's making me look at all I've said about the Disney adults and feeling bad. Because like- It's very similar. To walk it a mile into in their, a nostalgia. To walk a mile in their Mickey shoes. You know what I mean? It's not as bad. Christmas adult isn't as bad, I would say. No, because I, I think- yeah, I think that it's and it ends. Yes, I and think, it's not like it's five thousand. The the barrier to entry for the Disney adults is a little bit elitist. I would say. Yes, everybody can celebrate Christmas. Christmas, I mean, I'm I'm buying yeah. fucking four dollar boat. No, yeah, you know what it's I mean? also more about family. Yeah, but I guess Disney is, but it's like a family vacation, it's which just, is expensive. And I guess like I felt like bad because I'm like as a, a as like a a single man, you lose what you could do with it seeming not creepy and normal. Yeah. Like you do a lot of stuff by yourself. Yeah. As a, yeah. And this is like, like well, I used to go walk around. Like I like the decorations in a Macy's in New York city specifically. It's like they go all out and you, I would just walk around. But once you hit 45 and you're walking alone, looking at Christmas decorations at a Macy's pe people be like, what's this creep doing? Hey, it's like you're shopping, I guess. I don't know. I mean, this is... But that's, I think, most 45-year-old men do anything alone. That's what it is. Yeah. And, like, I, I just... I've never... I, I felt alone. You felt alone. I felt alone. I felt alone because I'm just like, wow. I And maybe that's halted my decorating. So you it halted come, your decorating. Because that was before Sunday. Oh. Uh, so maybe that, that was Saturday. And maybe that halted... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me wanting to decorate. And you got the... You got a Friday night. Yes. And then Saturday you have this combo, and then you're like, "Oh, I so feel weird." So I was weird. quick to go the marathon. I feel with you. weird. weren't you surprised how quick I was to meet you at the a marathon? A little bit. Yeah, I was a little surprised because I was just like, I don't know if this is the thing for me for to do right now. Just I felt like, oh, look at, I, uh, am I weird? Am, am I? Because I'm not a masculine man. Okay. And that's why I'm obsessed. You're masculine in a lot of ways. I mean, I'm not very masculine. Yeah, sure. But I think I you know how I know I'm not masculine? Because the shows I enjoy are usually history channel shows about really masculine men. Okay. And I think I wouldn't enjoy them if that's was it wouldn't be an escape to me if I was really masculine. I wouldn't find like a show about loggers uh, an escape. Okay. If I was hyper masculine and working with my hands all day and like really good at woodwork and stuff like that. Maybe it, I, I, it's not. It's a total escape. Okay. D Deadliest catch is an escape for me. Okay. Because I'm like I don't I don't risk my life at my job. Interesting. I don't, and you like that? Yeah, that's how I know I'm not masculine by the amount of masculine content I consume. I don't know if there's a correlation, but okay. I think there is because it, it's an escape. You don't think like the guys who watch Deadliest Catch like watching Free Solo and vice versa? Free Solo? Yeah. Yeah, I think they do. So I'm saying, so those people Free who Solo are super masculine. That's what I'm saying. Those people are masculine. They probably like to enjoy each other's content. I think people who like masculine content doesn't necessarily mean a lack of masculinity within that person. Really? I th that's was, what I would say. I thought I was like shooting up fucking HDH. No, I think I, I think masculine guys also like that. <laughs> I don't think. <laughs> I mean, maybe your relationship, or maybe this is what I'll say. I think people who like that want to be perceived as more masculine. 
but I'm not. I'm watching it as like, whoa! Can you believe this is real? Yeah. I watch. I watch Swamp People like a fairy tale. Interesting. Because I, it feels so fantastical to me. Okay. It feels like that world will never be made. Yeah. I can't. I can't go to a Broadway play. Three right moves. I could be fucking. I could be Evan Hansen. <laughs> and you think that you? That's not a escape enough for you. Nah. You see yourself as Evan Hansen, I go, bro. a sixteen-year-old boy <laughs> who struggles with anxiety disorder. You're gonna tell me, and it has a stutter. S- stop it! <laughs> I learned to slam on the brakes. Yeah, you could maybe be uh, Evan Hansen. Maybe one day. in a few years. Yeah, I'll age into it. You'll um, age into it. But I think, for me, I'm just like what. I don't know when if I have someone. So what is appropriate? What's because I think people with hobbies, people with hobbies are better people. Okay, this is a little bit of a hobby for you, Christmas. Exactly, it is definitely a little bit of a hobby. It's a hundred percent a hobby. I I, I haven't fill up my time yeah. and stuff like that. I think that people people always look. I think someone that has a hobby and practices something is a better human being. Yeah, they care about something that isn't about work focused or family focused. They have interests. Yes, interests are great. Oh, for multiple like a multitude of reasons. Interests might be some of the best things ever. Yes, anytime that I've had like a guy friend that was going on dates and they're like struggling with the dating app stuff, I'm like, oh, you should do more stuff outside their dating becomes like their hobby almost like people get into this rut of like i go on three app dates a week and it's like all right if not if you're not happy with what's happening take six months off get three interests and then revisit this you'll be more attractive imagine this robbie yeah imagine you're a woman you go on a date with me i'm a rich investment banker okay i don't bring up banking once because i have so many interests yes (sighs) That is more attractive than somebody who only talks about work. Oof. Are you Anybody wet? that has interest is Are you just, wet? <laughs> no. <laughs> Not necessarily. No, but like to go that, on. Yeah, definitely. To go on a date and someone be like, oh, what does he do? Well, yeah, he, he, he works in finance, but I don't know. We didn't really talk about that. That's that is a good. fucking keeper. Yeah. To have these hobbies. and you, the- you can't also then just talk about them the whole time. The best is like you let them talk and you you have so many different hobbies. You can relate easily to things that they do. And then when it, time is asked for you to talk about something, you have passion about something that is sounds cool to the other person. We should be doing like an appetizer sampler of hobbies more often. Yeah. I want to revisit hobbies to see if I like them. That was always They're a therapist's good. advice to me. It was like, well, what do you do? What do you do for fun? What are your hobbies? This is what I will say. Very flawed program. But the Boy Scouts is good. They make you do all these things that could be hobbies. They do. It's like you have to do, you have to try out 11 hobbies and then you have to do like 10 things that they think any kid should be good at, I would say. Like that's, that's the required thing. stuff. You know what I mean? Like half the program is required and the other half is like you have to just do 11 things that could be a hobby later in life. Yeah, I think having a hobby is great. Yeah. No, it is. And like the hobby should be something like that really brings you joy. Yeah. That has, you have no financial stake in that. It doesn't matter about your career. Comedy was a hobby for me. Yes. Until it became not a hobby. It's not a hobby anymore. Yeah. And it's, it stinks in that regard. Yes. Because I lost my favorite hobby. 
Yes. But the people who are able to turn cool hobbies into careers is that's attractive because hobbies are attractive. Hobbies, hobbies might be hotter than a job. Yes, hobbies I agree. are a hot thing to have. Correct. Grab them, catch them all, have a fucking bunch. Go to go out, lay them all down. Yeah. Oh God, to have different groups of people that you know that don't know each other. Yes, because of different hobbies. Because of different hobbies, this is amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I always would make fun of my friends that would be like, oh, I do a, this on Tuesday nights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need. I think that's a great thing. Definitely. To to be like, ah, oh, Tuesday nights I do uh, I do Taekwondo. Yeah. This is remarkable. People do dancing. I mean, yeah. You never heard somebody do ballroom dancing? No, I just thought you That's were like a popular. I thought you were just gonna list hobbies. I'm trying to think <laughs> of like popular New York City hobbies. I think popular here's bowling, bowling, darts, darts. There's all the zog sports. You think so? That counts as a hobby, like a softball league. Oh yeah, uh, softball league's a hobby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sports because sports, sports are hobbies. Sports are hobbies. Yeah. Can I be honest? What hobby I want to get into? What? Like pottery or some shit like that. Is that crazy? No, no, not really. Like that's how I would want it. I would want to get like in a pot, you know? And make stuff. Yeah. Woodwork. Woodwork is interesting. That is dangerous. But I no, guess it's cool. You make it good to yeah, you could start to do cool stuff. No less dangerous than playing volley playing soccer. I guess. You could run, someone kicks you, you fall yeah, down. Yeah, you could get her playing soccer. Yeah, you get her playing soccer. Yeah, yeah, easily. What are we talking about? Darts? Blind darts might be the most dangerous game <laughs> in the... In the... Who's, do people play blind darts? No, but I'm just throwing <laughs> yeah, it out there. Yeah. I mean, a power saw is dangerous, but sure. Yeah, if you know how to... With if great you don't, power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah you yeah, just yeah. learn how to use it, right? And so you want to start building stuff. But there's More. Just, I, I watch these shows and I go, oh, I would love to have a hobby that it doesn't matter. Yes. No, low stakes. Yeah. Low stakes hobby. And I like puzzles. Okay. So I did Google where where do grown men where do grown men go to play puzzles? By your so you would go with other people to do puzzles. Or something, yeah. Okay. Like I liked escape rooms. I was like good at escape rooms. I'm able oh, to figure that shit out fast. Okay. That was like my That kind of puzzle. Part. Yeah. Not there like is a, something about like I think scratching the engineer side of your brain that maybe comedy isn't always doing. No, and I, I've been thinking about that lately. Yeah, because I was shamed for my for my love of like Christmas because I need to fucking be in a couple to have stuffed animals for Christmas time. I don't think you need to. I also think doing the sh like the podcast helps. It makes it like but not as yeah. Like I go hard for Christmas. I like I'm. It's a, a stick. I can yeah, say yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I do yeah. it for the show. No, but you don't necessarily. But it's like I like to lean into it. I lean into all aspects of me. Yeah, but I, as then, a performer, I guess I just got in my head about what part, what hobbies can a person, what what are masculine hobbies I could have. I mean, I like skiing. I would say that's my favorite hobby. Yeah. But it's just expensive. I'm not, I can't yeah. start investing in it. I have no money. What are no. we talking about? Yeah. No money, no f athletic skill. Hate the <laughs> hate the colds. You don't hate the cold. Oh, bundled up, I hate. Oh. Uh, bundled up in the cold, I hate. Okay. Jacket open. You like jacket open. Oh. You the, need to be jacket open. The breeze inside my, inside my, to feel it on your nipples is what I want. Okay. Jacket open. I like a jacket open. I, 
I'm trying to think of good hobbies. That's exactly what I'm saying. At, like as you get older, your hobbies fall smaller and smaller. Especially I would think if you they don't get bigger. Money, nah, money smaller. That's what it is. You know, grown men. I literally Googled what are hobbies for 30 year old men? What bird watching? Cars. Cars. Sports. Poker. Like these are all things that require. Yeah, I like money. to play cards, but yeah. Yeah, but they're talking about like you go to a place nah, that has yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like a poker night. You all spend money, you know. Yeah. These are all like money making. Like, yeah, like yeah. you have to have tons of money. He goes, oh, and you throw whiskey, t- whiskey, home brewing. Yeah, people do do all this shit. Yeah, this is like some hobbies we could rank the hobbies. <laughs> some are more annoying than others. If you're trying to be seem attract, like oh, definitely. Here's the thing. Home brewing, I'm probably good on. Oh, bro, because then hobby, you got to try this. A pro- hobby should be a side piece. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, like it's you fun can't to bring talk too about. much other people into the hobby. Nah, that's what makes it attractive. Is it's your thing? Yeah, don't bring them in. Yeah. Oh, a hobby becomes a beast, becomes disgusting as soon as you invite your partner yeah, to do it. With some you. are more fun, obviously, with other people. Sure. But but some you got to know this is for you, and you can't expect anyone else to follow you down this path. Improv being one of them. Oh, a thousand percent. It's like when you go down the improv hop, it's like you got to go down this path alone. Yes. You can't expect You say goodbye to your friends. Yeah, and- for a little, not forever. But no, you're but- like, this is what I'm going to do. And like, you, I'm not expecting you to understand this. And it's just like, all right. And maybe you, we'll see each other on the other side. If you have a hobby, it's like a like like to bring your partner or someone you're dating into your hobby. That's not a hobby. That's not that's not holding the place of a hobby anymore. Yeah, it's different. That's different. It's like a couple activities. That's an activity. That you guys do together. Once you, once a hobby goes to an activity when you invite your partner to do it. Yeah, you. yeah. And that shit's not sexy anymore. No. When you and your girl are playing rugby, that all of a sudden isn't sexy no more. I mean, you I play love, rugby love someone that skis. Like, I would think that, like, to me, I would like that. Just because I like, there's certain things I think are more fun enjoyed with other people. You don't want someone on the slopes with you high fiving down the mountain. You want Nobody someone wants sitting that. by the fire. Yeah, because you. No, go I s- like. I like if somebody was. If I was the same ability with someone, we could just go and ski. That would be amazing, to me. I think that'd be a lot of fun. That's an activity, then. It's an activity together. That's, a, that's an activity. We have, or we have a shared. You could have a shared hobby. I think. Activity. Interesting. It's not. It's not hot and appealing anymore. It's something. That no, but you're like. not hot and appealing because you're in a relationship. Whoa, be easy, bro. You're what in are a you relationship. talking about? I'm not hot and appealing. It's like you're in a relationship. Uh, so but, then everything you're doing. But you know here's what I the mean? thing. Nah, bro. But this is some silly talk. And when you're in a relationship, you need to stay hot and appealing. Yeah. You need to stay hot and appealing in a relationship. So if the, your partner is oh. also likes the thing you do or is good at the thing you do then it doesn't become a it's not a hobby it's not counted towards your hot and appeal no it's not i would disagree i would say brad pitt angelina jolie they're both hot and appealing because they're good at acting but that's their job that's not their hobby true you need to in, to to stay in a good relationship you need to have you need to go off and do something i agree with that you need to go off and do something. i agree with that and so once it's you guys are doing everything together Nothing. If I could go back and replay relationships, I would be a man of mystery. The whole time. Yeah, you're in a rough patch. You you feel like you and your your partner are just hitting like normal, like 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 every day is it's fine. Yeah, it's fine, comfortable, which is beautiful and uh, something to strive for. Yeah. You want to spice it up? Just be like, hey, just so you know, 
Um, Tuesday, I have an appointment. Uh, I'm going down to the. Uh, I'm do I'm starting a dance class on Tuesday. And it's just for you. Just throw out that you go. So you, it's a hip hop class or something, not a ballroom, well, not like a partner class. Yeah, yeah. There's dance classes all yeah, over the city. Yeah, for for a solo dance. Yeah, there's class. dance classes all over the city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just so you know, I'm gonna start. I'm da I'm trying this dance thing out. Yeah. Their partner will go what? On Tuesday nights they'll be sitting at home. That is good. I they'll think it's good thinking. for people to their their wheels will be turning. You'll come home. They'll be in lingerie. Maybe. If I talk, oh God. And then, and you know what the thing is? They might make fun of you a little bit. People make fun of hobbies. For sure. But ho they only make fun of it because there's something appealing about it. And they feel that, that why do you think you're better than me? A little bit. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. We always have to remember, like, people make fun of some things sometimes because it's like, oh, look at you. They're taking a swing. Yeah. Why you look stupid to take a swing sometimes. You do look stupid to take a swing sometimes. This is why yeah. I made you show me how you ran the last mile, mile of the marathon. I don't. I look. I feel. I have a high tolerance of looking stupid. Since I, I've showed you pictures of me when I was a child, I look stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I've known I look stupid for a long time. Like this is what it is. I that, but that's also maybe why I'm like, all right, I'll do different things because I, I feel more comfortable looking stupid. I think it's great. Yeah, there's certain things that are cool. I wanted to get a hobby when I graduated college. I felt like depressed and it was like I started doing improv and I started skiing. And I was like, all right, these are things that I think I've always wanted to do that I never was able to do for myself for whatever reasons. I made the wrong choices in hobbies. Well, okay. Partying. Partying is yeah. not a fucking choice in a hobby. Yeah. And partying is not a hobby. No. But it, it, it occupies your time, but it gains nothing. It gives you nothing. Yeah, yeah. It gives you nothing. No, I mean, no, not really, no. And this is like, no one teaches you this. I think that people try to stop you from partying for all the wrong fucking reasons. Okay. I wish people came forward and told you that. Like, like, oh, party, you, 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 it's not going to be a hobby in the future. You're not going to be hanging out with them. Oh, partying in the future, Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna develop no skills, and then once you stop, you'll have nothing from it. Yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah. a couple of fun I mean, stories. It's fun, yeah, fun stories. Fun. I can, I don't look back on the times that I would like party a lot and be, I don't know, negatively. I just wish I combined the partying with the hobby. That's another, yeah, yeah. Also, partying is expensive. You could blow. You could party. That's the thing. There's no limit on what a party is. Like skiing, I guess all hobbies can get very expensive, but partying could always get better. Yeah. Always. There's a higher ceiling on bowling than there is party. You know what I mean? Like, I know. It's every partying can have, I mean, you can bowl on a private jet, but that's not what you're thinking about. Now we're talking. Yeah. <laughs> you want to bowl on a private jet. Now we're playing. Partying is just, yeah, it'll never be as, you're always chasing that high of partying. I know. My parents asked me if I wanted a keyboard for Christmas. That's a hobby. I know, but I, 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 I then I get insecure because you're not good enough. Yeah, I'm horrible at the piano. And I, know, I played but for longer. This <laughs> not longer, but similar amount of time. I'm, I retain nothing. That's the thing. I get like, I either get I get insecure. Or I feel like it's not masculine enough. I think piano's masculine. Very masculine. Some, yeah. If you're good, that's the thing. That's the thing. All hobby, uh, everything could be masculine if you're good enough. Yeah. A ribbon twirler, that could be masculine if you're fucking good enough. Yeah. 
Well, because we associate masculinity with good. With yeah. expertise, which is probably that's not great. probably not great. <laughs> <laughs> which is not good. No, I'm sure that's yeah. not great. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. You got to just do what you want. I mean, at the end of the day, you got to feel what you like. I got into skiing. I'm like, it's beautiful. Mountains are beautiful. Like, it looks fun. I like I liked sledding as a kid. It's like, oh, I get to see beautiful shit. I get a little bit of adrenaline rush. Yeah. I like that. I liked comedy. I, I don't know. The same reasons people get into things, I guess. They've been drawn to do this at other times in their life. Yeah, I guess I, I, there's certain hobbies. You've been getting good at cooking. That's a hobby. Oh, yeah. And you could take more. You're oh, getting yeah. good at cooking, which is a cool hobby. Wait a second. I took a bunch of screenshots of this thread on Twitter the other day that was like talking about cooking. You're right. Robbie, you actually might be right. Yeah. This, I actually feel so good right now. It's, Cooking is a great hobby. I it's would such say. a good hobby. And yeah, it's hot. Very practical. Hot and practical. Practical. I actually love cooking. Yeah. I like I, I like creating something. I like like trying stuff out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and it's it's masculine. You could do it by yourself. It's masculine in the terms that we just realized may be problematic. I think that uh, kitchen, like kitchen life, is very yeah, yeah, yeah. Mess. It's actually probably hard for women in kitchens. Definitely is hard. Yeah. Um, but something that like I wouldn't feel like someone would DM me being like, "What's wrong with you? Why yeah, you? Yeah, why, yeah, why yeah. do you? Why do you have? Why do you have a Shrek stuffed animal on your couch to celebrate Christmas? Because it's I like it, bitch." It's not the same. I hope no. you listen to this, okay? Because I like it. No, it's universally accepted. If you can make good food, it's cool. Yeah, if you could like, and like, yeah, this opened the door for me. Yeah. I should sign up for a cooking class. That would be cool. My nephew's in a cooking class. Maybe you take one with him. He's in a cooking class, right? Did you know kids take cooking classes? I did not. He's in a cooking class right now. I'm looking for a with hobby. Your sister? No, it's they for don't take it together. Oh no, wow, it's, it's just for, for kids. It's just for little kids. Oh, that's cool. And they cool. like teach them about the smells of stuff and like that's smart. Like, like what different fruit is, what different yeah, yeah. meats, uh, spices. I've been cooking nonstop. My yeah. nephew's in a cooking class. Why am I looking for something when it's been right in front of me this whole fucking time? Yeah, you should do it. I saw something that was like salt is the most important thing when cooking. When you learn how to use it, it's your secret weapon. And it was like this. I'm like, oh, Smash would probably be interested in this. I would. I look at of so like, many. Because cook- there's a lot of intricate things that you probably. I ordered more cooking stuff online. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of room for growth as well. And you're already pretty good. There's so much room for growth. And to have. Yeah, I should been- have. I should have a dinner. Okay. And invite. Four people over and cook a meal. Yeah, definitely do it. Like try to like make something for a, a situation for like a, a a situation. Yeah, yeah. That's what I want to do. Do it. Like test out my skills a little bit. Yeah. I take my shirt off when I cook. <laughs> I know. Even when I cooked at your house, shirt off. Yeah, you got it. I sweat. It's been hot. I mean, yeah. Also, you're by a oven. Oh. I'm sweating. And it's been hot when it's yeah when the oven's 400 degrees and you're cooking in and out of the oven. We're in small kitchens that are not well uh, ventilated. Ventilated, yeah. Oh. It's very hot. I was a cook too. 
one of your first jobs? I was a fry cook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I loved it. Oh, you did? There's something about like making something. I've always been looking for like I get insecure about piano because that was the first thing I like learned how to do and I like wish I was better at it, right? Yes. I don't feel insecure about comedy because like that is what I do, right? Yeah, yeah. That is the art I chose and I love doing art. Yeah. And I was saying pottery. I don't give a fuck about pottery. I'm just like I'm good That's at fingering. That's what I'm thinking. I'm, I'm like, like good at fingering girls, so maybe I'll be good at making pots. That's all I could think about. You don't care about the end product as much as you do cooking. Nah, but maybe I should do pottery. You think guys that are good at pottery are uh, fucking... I don't know how much it's going to... I don't think it's that will translate. Okay, well. cool, cool, cool. <laughs> I will say this. You probably rub, rub an ass a little bit better if you're good at pottery. I don't know. How much... What are we talking what about? What is the ceiling and floor on rubbing ass? And how is pottery going to help? The ceiling and floor <laughs> on rubbing ass and is through the And how is pottery going to help? Through the roof. Okay. This is how I know. Yeah. You, you don't enjoy life. Robbie. I do enjoy life. Go to Uranus every so often. <laughs> okay, okay. I need to go back to Uranus. Anyways. And and I'm like, I, I'm thinking of other arts I could do because I'm not a sports guy. Yes. I'm not I'm not a sports guy at all. And I'm like trying And you don't to... care about plays enough? No, I'm not really. Yeah. And I don't... I, I guess I was thinking about this puzzle stuff, but how I like to do puzzles is like alone in my room. Yeah. The cooking thing is like, I always forget food is an art because I have such oh, a- Oh, very much so. I have such a fucked up relationship with food that yeah. I forget that it could be something beautiful. This is why I love, I've said to you before- Also, you haven't had money to go to these fancy restaurants and like- Sure. Like you're having a like, you're a starving artist in a lot of ways. Like in New York. If you clip that. What? You're a starting, starving artist and you cut to me. <laughs> yeah, but you that's also part of the... If you yeah. say, if you go, you're a starving artist and you just cut to me and go, thank you for telling me that. I bet you, I bet you people that work and like people that have a lot of money. I'm a star. Don't forget that food could be an art. I'm a starving artist. <laughs> Thank you, Rob. I'm out here starving. I'm a starving yeah, that's artist. Part of it, it's a harder. You, yeah, you, yeah. I'm a starving artist. Yeah. I'm a starving artist. I'm well, hungry. You are in a ways. I do art and I'm hungry. <laughs> Thank you, Robbie. I'm a hungry artist who can't get hunger filled. All I'm saying is rich people that live in New York City don't forget. They go to Michelin star restaurants all the time, and they're like, this is this chef's idea. Like, they view it differently a little they bit. They view it as art. Yeah, they, because they can afford the highest tier of it. The the tier that we could maybe view pizza as art. Totally. Because that's the only affordable, like, yeah. tier of that. I guess, like, at a certain, certain yeah. They joke, oh, it's a sandwich artist. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, you, go, yeah. you go to here, it's a sandwich artist. That's the art I could consume, man. Yeah. Per you se, know? you go. It's a you whole went to the MoMA. Thing. You, you yeah. went to the MoMA. I saw graffiti. Yeah, right? that's what it is. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. Right? You're yeah. going to Michelin stars. I'm going to fucking deli. Well, that's exactly. That's street art versus high art. I'm eating street art. Yeah, that's I'm what. I'm eating street, street art. art. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, but like, I guess I never think of it as art. Yeah. And I need to start. This week, I'm doing a recipe. That's good. I always, I'm always free balling in the kitchen. Yeah, yeah. Right? You want to start, you want to Google a recipe and execute it. I want to go to a store, buy some dill or some shit, and fucking slice it up. Yeah. It's fulfilling. Oh, 
God. And can you imagine? And you know what's beautiful about cooking? Even if you invite a partner into it, they're there for the finishing touch of it. Yes. Not for the process. Not for the process. That is nice because it's kind of you could share it. You, it, they get, but they're not the part that is really scratching your itch. They're not involved. With they're not involved at all. No, and they get the joys of it. And you're more getting the joy what? of the them of the guy. Not to bring this full circle, but you're. It's almost like this guy explaining the thing. Okay, like you're getting the joy of them enjoying. You're not gonna enjoy it yourself as much as they're gonna no. end up enjoying it. You don't even necessarily need to eat. I mean, you would obviously want to try it. Of course. But, but the main enjoyment is seeing them happy. This is why, I, yeah. It's seeing the people that you make the food for. Like, chefs don't cook every meal for themselves. There's obviously. a reason why McDonald's is a drive through They don't care what you look like eating it. Yeah, yeah. This is why you got to have people over to watch them eat. To watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to, you want to see yeah, how people are. That's why there's so much ambiance. And, like, the art of... D dining is like very multifaceted in a lot of ways and like the front of house and you have to have this and there's one this one and it's like a very much it's been staring at me right in the face for years and years and years yeah i love food so much yes understanding it on a deeper level i maybe we'll reframe your relationship with it in some it, ways it's actually might yeah it actually might because that's what fucking action bronson did yeah definitely and I'm Action Bronson. Uh, and Jack Skellington. And Jack Skellington combined. Divided by two. <laughs> In many ways you are. I think that's what, I cannot believe this. And I might say that cooking might be the sexiest hobby you could have. Definitely. You never piss if you go over somebody's house and you're like, oh, he's actually a really good chef. You're meeting somebody for the first time. You're going somewhere. Oh, no, they're a great chef. It's going to be a they're really good cook. Oh, that's going to be a great week. They love cooking. They're a great chef. It just immediately makes you like the person more. Because because there's something inherently like, oh, they want to give me something that I'll enjoy. Yes. Like, and there's one of the greatest things in life is tasting great food. Shit. And my favorite part about sitting with people and eating I mean, is the conversation, talking. And talking about, yeah, good the common bond good. of how good the food is. Yeah. And that's I love bringing pe people together through comedy. Yes. I want to bring people together through the food. I think this is a great idea. I've recently been like, what would be my dream for the podcast? Having like a restaurant, like a pizzeria and a, like kind of with the Italian tap. <laughs> but I think it's so nice having like a place where people could come and eat and hang out and then having your whole situation wow. conjoined. I think it's a nice. I mean, this is what Italians like to do. Yeah, this is what Italians like to do. I cannot believe But there's this. deeper And I levels. think about my best memories as a kid. It was sitting sitting in my grandma's kitchen as she cooked. And the whole house smelled beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She cooked for a day. So maybe you found your hobby. You're ex really exploring yourself on the podcast <laughs> recently. I'm really opening. I'm really just letting people. S yeah, yeah. See what, being therapeutic. Seeing what's happening inside. Yeah. I'm excited about this. That's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm excited about this because I go back to my roots. What was it? Uh, Boulder Creek Steakhouse. I was going to say something rock. Boulder Creek Steakhouse. Boulder Creek Steakhouse. The old, if you went to Boulder Creek Steakhouse on, on Rich Staten Island. Richmond Avenue on Staten Island in the year 2007, 
These dirty paws were in your salad. Wait, 2007, <laughs> just one year you weren't there? I worked there for three months. Three months. And I was alive. Oh, you would think. I was, I know. You You've talked about it so much. Three months? Influential. It's interesting how time works in that way. I was thinking about this. Like, like my swim season used to be November to February, which is three months. And it felt so long. Like, I felt like I changed so much. Like, some some parts of your life, you feel like you're the same shit's happening over and over again. And nothing really is ha- changing. You know what I mean? This is what they don't say. Time as a kid is different. Yeah, so three months is nothing. But in the, at the time, it was so long. At time as a like child. Like at a high school student. High school, high school time is so long. Yeah. Think about how long a 45-minute class was in high school. I mean, definitely. Oh. We had 47-minute classes. God. That was our school. The ticking, the talking of a... I, I swear to God, I would give myself, like, rules. I was like, you cannot look at your phone. You cannot check the time. You Do not look at the clock. Do not look at the clock. Did you sleep at school? Nah, not really. Really? I would sleep sometimes. Yeah. But I would, like, be like, do not look at the clock. And I would play, like, either I had a game on my calculator. that I, I used to play games on the calculator, too. This Kids now have phones. I know, wild. We would play on TI-84. The person on the TI-84 that was able to plug in and give you the games on the calculator, yeah, yeah. they were the, they were so fucking cool. They were yeah. able to give you the shitty games. I was game. so good at using a TI-84. Bro. I was like, what? I remember one time I figured out, yeah, Matrix of Equations on the TI-84 when you could just plug in and then I would you would be able to do the whole tests. In a second. Yeah, which is wild. In a second, you could, you do could a learn calc. I think I think my TI eighty four taught me calculus more than my calculus teacher. Bro, these TI eighty fours were literally the OG iPhones. Yeah, yeah. They oh were, yeah, I were... didn't have an iPhone until end of my senior year of high school. Nah, bro. My mom would she, my mom would come in the room and she go, "No TI eighty fours at the dinner table. No TI eighty fours at the <laughs> no dinner way. table. No way. I'd be in I my mean, room. it's a Game Boy. At that point, I'd rather have like a, a PSP or my a Game Boy. My mom would come in my room. She goes, are you sleeping? I go, yeah. And, and she'd pull the covers back and there'd be the calculator under my bed. Okay. I told you no playing with the TI-84 all night. You I never was, sleep. It was more like if I had to be have it out, like I would play with it maybe in science class or I would write eight math. equals, 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 equals D and I would send those to girls. <laughs> That's what you would do. I was sending dick pics through, <laughs> through TI-84s. TI-84s. What was the game? Snake that you could get Snake. on it? It was a big, big game that you would get Snake. on it. Yeah. Snake, a game of patience. Yes. At the end of the day, to look back at some of those games, it's a game of patience. Have you played the Oregon Trail? No. I recently, I loved that game as a child. Okay. Loved it so deeply. Okay. And I would always lose, and it was so fun because... I would make everyone in my family a name, and it would be like, your sister died of dysentery. I'd go, ooh, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. It would be so fun to be like, this person lived, this person died, right? Okay. I played Oregon Trail recently on a, on a computer on a website. It's If you just go at a steady pace and you it's give yourself no a normal about the food, yeah, 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 you'll win every time. It's pretty easy. It's... The, the only reason why it's a game is because kids don't have patience. That's the only reason why the Oregon Trail even was a game. Interesting. I get it. I'm sure they pitch it and they're like, they're like, well, can't you just like do just pace yourself and get to Oregon? And the person goes, yes. But what you're not predicting, 
is how impatient children I are. I mean, that's definitely what it is. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just literally if you gave yourself a normal amount of food, went at a steady pace, you would live. It, I never played, but it, it sounds. It blew my fucking so mind. Funny. Yeah, yeah. Even Sims. I don't know. I never played Sims either. Even Sims. If you just go to work and come home, you could slowly build a house. <laughs> I mean, all of these games are just pay- fighting, teaching kids patience, maybe. Consistency. But that's also like, you see this? I kind of have a problem with these games a little bit. Because why are you making these kids grow up so fast? You know what I mean? This is all of life you have it's, to be, to wait and have to build resources over a period of time. And like, why not when you're a kid? Why are you simulating life simulators to a fucking eight-year-old? Because kids need these lessons. And not this they young. They got to them with the medicine. You think this young it needs yeah. to be? You want I, how you, people should grow up young. Listen to me. I needed that lesson because if I did not play the Oregon Trail as a kid, I might be in a horse and carriage right now speeding across the country with dysentery. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it manifests in other ways other than complete practical application. My, my sister could be bitten by a rattlesnake yeah, and yeah. me go, leave her. Yeah. If I did not play the Oregon Trail. Interesting. I think it's good. It's You got to take your medicine with take the whole your peanut time. butter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pacing is an important part of life. Incredible. But time, yeah. it's. I was thinking about November to February, how slow and how fast I can feel. I'm I'm about slow. Yeah. I'm about to, let's Well, take... this is also the shittiest times of the year, I would say. It's cold. So we're entering like November to February. It's 70 we have the AC bumping. All right, we do have the AC bumping. We have the AC bumping. But like it's the, I can't it's believe it's going to be this winter. It's cold like Not to, that we can't worry about winter till January. Yeah. Winter doesn't exist when Christmas is happening. This is true. And if it does, it's beautiful. Yeah, 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 yeah. If it snows, no one complains except when sanitation. the lights are out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no one. You think you think you see joy in a child's eye when you see snow? A Staten Island sanitation worker, when they see the first drop of snow, you've never seen more joy than that. Because they don't have to. Overtime. Oh, overtime. <laughs> uh, overtime. And they like that. I think that. I, a sanitation worker from Staten Island would feel more joy than a child from Florida that just had that was able to see for the first time and saw <laughs> snow because they get overtime because they get overtime, bro. I'll tell you this: these these people that are in <laughs> these people that are in like city jobs, overtime might be the sexiest words for them, especially around the holidays. Oh God. You want that extra money? Anyways. Time and a half. Time and a half. You yeah. say time and a half. I, 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 we should start calling stuff time and a half for our for this. <laughs> yeah, I want to start. You being, want overtime? Oh, I'm gonna be like, yeah, we're working time and a half on Mondays. You know, what I, I used mean? to make when I, my first job wasn't like a sexy J.P. Morgan job, so we I made time and a half. And if, if I good. worked, yeah, that's the most money I ever made in my life. Was the first two years out of college because you were working time and a because I got time and a half. For 15 hours a week, I would work 55 hours a week. Yeah, oh. that's the most money I've ever made in a year. Was 22 and 23 years old. I love that. And then I lost the ability to make overtime, and then I couldn't make as much money. You don't even realize. And I never wanted to get back to that. Let me tell you something. If I could give you two pieces of advice, okay? Okay. Don't fall in love. Okay. And get a job where you could do time and a half. <laughs> don't fall in love is your number one piece of advice. This is where you're at right now. Don't fall in love. <laughs> And do a job where you get time and a half. Um, 
But marry, marry a good girl. Okay. And make sure OT is good on the job. Okay. <laughs> Don't hey, no pills and powder. Make sure that make sure that if they need you, you get double pay. Okay. <laughs> um yeah, I, I, anyways, oh. you want to go back. Did you make time and a half at Boulder Creek Grill? Nah. You didn't work 40 hours. I did not work 40 hours. That's good. But, That's good. But as we all know, I did do disability at, at Boulder Creek Steakhouse. <laughs> The I most forgot about Staten that. Island sentence. I was on disability at 17 years old at Boulder Creek Steakhouse. Were they pissed? Or they had to give it to you? They they knew it was either a lawsuit or they give me disability. Uh, and there was no bigger fl- I, there's no bigger flex than being on disability. In high school. <laughs> in high school. I mean, yeah, that's funny. It was truly because I burned my hand. I mean, yeah, that's funny. Insane. I, I went down to the local Chili's. I'm like, hey, I'm on disability, you know? And some guy goes, me too. Wink. <laughs> I want to go out after the show, the 18th. We but, haven't gone out after a show. We haven't gone out no, we'll together go out. in a yeah, long time. Let's plug the shows. Let's plug yeah, the shows. 11 18, we have a show. 11 11, we have a show. 11 11, the show is later. Um, it's at 11 p.m. And then 11.18, the show's at normal time, 9.30 p.m. at Caveat. We're very excited about the show. Please come out to both of them. I mean, yeah. this is a great way to support us. Uh, please like the show on YouTube, subscribe, uh, Spotify, rate five star. Like, support on as many fronts as you can. That helps us a lot. Um, it's nice. We have new listeners. Welcome, new listeners. Welcome. Keep, go back and listen. Thank you for coming. Thank you for listening. Um, we love new listeners and yeah, please come out to a live show. Sebastian, and I do a live show in New York if you're new and we would love to have you come out and hang out with us after. I love that. But on Saturday after the show, Saturday the 19th, I'll be playing this Pokemon and I'll be cooking. I'm excited. And maybe I could watch you eat my delicious food. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're a good cook. I, I hope you continue to get better. All right, Robbie, hit the fucking music.